0: We like sports and we don't care, who knows? From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl We like sports and we don't care, who knows? Football, football,
1: football, tennis, hockey
0: it's the almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here
1: are Jason and C.J. How about them Cowboys, baby? What Oops. a set of the century. Dude. I was surprised if you had a uh,
0: if you had a field goal kicker from either team on your on your fantasy lineup. Good yeah, for
1: you. Yeah, yeah. Now, bad for me, the fan. If they, I'm watching a bunch of field goals. Hi, what's up? Uh, it's the Almost Sports Program on a Tuesday. My name's Jason Dick. That's my guy C J Morgan over there. C J, how are you, buddy? How's it going?
0: Uh, well, I mean, the good news is the Cowboys won. The bad news is I bet against them. Oh, but, right. Uh, right. You know what? I'd, I I would rather lose a bet. Then my team lose.
1: Still two and one in your picks this week, though. Excellent work uh, coming from a guy who went zero and three. So yeah, yeah, the zero and three one really hurts, man. Uh, we'll uh, have obligatory, unnecessary gambling numbers for you later on. Bijan Robinson is carrying a football around campus. How yes, cute. he is. How cute. Uh, the uh, Big 12 is trying to teach those Texas Tech fans a lesson for storming the field. I uh, Get to all of that, our Tuesday panic rankings. But let's start with America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, 23-16. They beat the hated New York football Giants on Monday Night Football last Undefeated night. Undefeated Giants. I did watch the Manning cast version for most of the games, Oh, CJ. you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I got Eli Manning was wearing a, an adorable little Giants sweatshirt there. I know. What was the thing that you decided that you liked Eli Manning? He did some funny video. I haven't seen it yet. I yeah, still he, I still do not care for Eli so Manning.
0: So he has got another show, it's called like Eli Does or something like that. But basically they Eli put a does. they put a bunch of makeup on him, they put a wig on him, and he went to Penn State to uh to try out as a walk on and, right, right, and right, right, you right. know, was just uh, was real slow and sloppy,
1: but once he started yeah, yeah. throwing the ball they were like, Damn.
0: It was it was it's dumb but it. it was
1: fun. Well, you know what? He's uh, slightly below average on TV, but it was fun for me as a Cowboys fan to, to have to watch him watch his former team lose. Uh, past that, though, I'm going to say a very unfulfilling Cowboys Monday night football victory for me. I don't know. Is it am, am, am I just still mad at football as a whole because of what happened with the Longhorns on Saturday? That might be the case. I did trade away Ezekiel Elliott in my fantasy football league of most note to me, uh, and seeing him score a touchdown, I'm like, damn it. At least I got Cam Akers now though. <laughs> you still have Cam. A- he scored uh, this weekend. Yeah, so there yeah. we go. Oh, it's it's great. He was on my bench cuz I started Daryl Henderson. But, don't, nah, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, CD Lambs dropping balls everywhere. Maybe it's because the game did seem like it was just field goals for a long time. It was just six to three and yeah. then it was six to six and I'm like, What's go- what's going on here, man? He made up for it though. But the bottom line is a win is a win, is a win, is a win. Are you saying that uh CeeDee Lamb made up for it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. pretty incredible one handed catch. Absolutely. I'm still I'm still down on you, uh, C D Lamb. A win is a win. The Cowboys are two and one and they are one week closer to getting their starting quarterback, uh, Dak Prescott back. But do they want him back, CJ?
0: Yeah. Do they need him? Yes, ben? yes. Come on, man. I, I get Jerry.
1: He said he said wants he, wants, controversy. he wants quarterback controversy because that means uh, Cooper Rush is is winning games. All right, that's what's going on. Cowboys are undefeated with Cooper Rush this season. He's three and zero career as say, a starter. Three and zero.
0: That's right, that's baby. Big.
1: He's he's a good game manager, yeah. but he
0: can't do what a healthy Dak can do. The good news okay. is is if we're worried about Dak getting hurt again. From his cleats or throwing thumb, whatever it might be, we know we have a reliable backup that uh, can manage a game.
1: Eh, okay, yeah, yeah, we have that—a reliable backup who can beat the 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 Giants, the undefeated Giants who. Clearly are the mediocre average at best. Man, Daniel Jones, he's got some real Hudson card. I like holding on to this ball DNA, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, the Cowboys defense is great, and I don't know how many sacks they recorded last night, but they are, they are obviously good at getting after the quarterback. Uh, and Daniel Jones, you can, you can learn to throw it away a, l- a little sooner. Uh, Cowboys very good on defense. And here, this is not a hot take rodeo move, CJ. I, but tomorrow. I will say, for the most part, I do, not, I do not endorse this plan. But hear me out. Hear me out for a second. Would the Cowboys be better off with Cooper Rush and 39 additional millions of dollars to spend on the rest of the roster? Cooper Rush, I looked it up today, uh, makes $977,500 a year. Jerry, we can't throw this guy, guy another quarter, thou, quarter to G's so that he can make a million? Yeah, give him something. He's gotta make, he makes $977,500 per season. Dak Prescott makes $40 million. Okay? So... Is is Dak Prescott thirty nine million dollars better than Cooper Rush? It's weird you're not gonna win a
0: playoff game with Cooper Rush and whatever other assets you can do that. I mean I say that, but
1: we've seen well we've seen Trent Dilfer right want to Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, look, I would tell you the the legend of Russell Wilson uh exists because it used to be sort of like the the cheat code in the NFL, and I think everybody is 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 wise to it now, but the idea of having a rookie quarterback or having a
0: rookie contract. Yeah, a
1: quarterback who you're not spending a whole mess of money on allows you to you know to to make the roster around him so much more incredible. And yeah, Russell Wilson. He never won a Super Bowl after getting that big deal. Okay, he he won a Super Bowl when he was making six hundred thousand yeah, a year, and the Seahawks had uh, the Legion of Boom defense on the other same side, same
0: as the Ravens' defense when they won their first Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah
1: but Dak I, Prescott and the Cowboys—you could look at this Cowboys team, who we have said a couple of times—is the window closed? The window might be—they might not be as good as they were a couple of years ago. Uh, when Dak was a fourth-round pick and was just on that rookie deal, you had tens of millions of dollars to, to pepper around the offensive line to use on defensive players to put weapons around him. And now you don't. So, yeah, I'm not advocating that Cooper Rush is the guy to take the Cowboys to the back to the glory days, but I don't know if you can win when you're spending $40 million on your – just go look at the list of Super Bowl champs, okay? Uh, all of like all of the Tom Brady Patriots championship he's taken a discount to you know so that the team around him is better sure. uh Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl when he was on the rookie deal now that he's making 40 something a year he has not been back to the Super Bowl I don't know that you can put together a championship level roster if you're spending forty to fifty million dollars at the quarterback position
0: it's tough I mean but every team's starting to do it now so maybe that's just the new playing field except again Baltimore and Lamar right now but it, it
1: if, well, and that's going to be quarterbacks are getting paid. And then, yeah, it's it's going to be I mean the, the Lamar Jackson is going to be making 40 million at, you know next year at some point. And and yeah, like that's the thing is that there's no you can't just say no, I'm not going to pay my guy because having no quarterback is worse than you know th- than having a guy yeah. who you're spending too much and, money
0: and on. And how often do you see a first round, second round quarterback drafted actually do the things that you know lamar jackson is doing right off the right away Uh, it's not
1: well the ones that are really truly hard to find are situations like Dak, russell wilson or you can go all the way back to tom brady the beginning of his career i mean like those guys you just mentioned some first round picks trevor lawrence is in his second year is good is going to be good but these are our top picks Like guys who you find in the middle rounds of the draft. I mean, that's the real Tony Romo. And if you you knew how to do that, if that was something that you could just do whenever you wanted, obviously everybody would be doing that. But so you have to get lucky in in that regard. And the Cowboys did and did not win a Super Bowl because of it. Um, So you're you're telling me you're not down with the. Cowboys should just move on from uh, Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. Aaron. I mean, can you imagine CJ? We flip him right now. We, if get we trade if, him for a bunch of first round. If we're picks, hi- if we're hypothetically speaking, get that forty million dollars in cap space, who's going to take oh, that contract and who's going to take Dak? A, you you think no. you think that's easy to move? What I just told you, like the teams that have no quarterback, there are teams out there that would kill for Dak. Prescott. You think so? Yes. Okay. Ask the Houston Texans how this Davis Mills experiment is going. All right. There's, there are teams out there who would love to be in a situation where they could pay their guy $40 million because he has proven that he's one of the best in the game. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm just look, like, man. Uh, we got to talk about something. Just, just, just. I like to th- talk about football theories, and my, and my theory is it, it might not be the greatest idea to pay your quarterback forty. Why don't we just
0: get rid of this whole salary cap mess and just make it soccer? To where the the richest teams just buy up no. the best. Actually, that I would, benefits the Cowboys. I want it.
1: It would be a benefit the Cowboys, but um, look, I'm a man of principle, uh, uh, objectivity. And no, I think that would be the word. I mean, that's that, I know, that's what baseball is, right? It's basically uh, just that the teams who, who the spend Yankees the most money can, are, are yeah. the best every year. No, I would I would go the other way and be have a more stringent uh, cap. In that some of these teams, I look. I'm not pretending like I'm, you know, it's an expert on the CBA or how the cap works. But some of these teams are cheating. All right, every year they're just they resign they all the find players. a way to move money. They've got yeah, all of these bonus g- structures ghost years in the future, and voidable content, all of that stuff. I, I don't, I don't, I feel like a lot of that stuff is cheating. I don't, I don't care for that stuff. Uh, okay, so yeah, we're, we appreciate what Cooper Rush is doing right now, but we're not exactly sure. Ready to that, but that's turn not a team
0: that's that's winning playoff yeah. games, especially yeah. since the you know we're supposed to have a vaunted run game with
1: mm. Zeke and well, okay. Well, so here, here's
0: previous. We
1: don't anymore, and have two receivers. How do you feel big picture now about the Cowboys? Because if we we can rewind two weeks to after Week One. Dak was injured, and we yeah we we basically so we had them we had them number one in our Tuesday panic rankings, and they're not in my top five today. Uh, I feel better. Do I feel like this team has what it takes to make a deep run in the playoffs? Not really. But make the playoffs. But I don't feel so bad because of how good that defense is. How good now? Are they only looking good because they're playing Daniel Jones and the New York Giants? Yeah. I don't know. I like Brian Daywald, the new coach there. Uh, They ain't got nothing for wide receivers. It looks like Sterling Shepard's going to be hurt as well there, so I will not feel bad for you Giants. But the defense is clearly good. Uh, Micah Parsons is, in his second year, one of the best players in all of the league. Trayvon Diggs had the game-sealing interception over there. Uh, I think that I like them on defense. Offense is a problem. I don't know how any objective person looks at this team and says that Ezekiel Elliott should be the starting running back. Right now, yeah. I mean, Tony Pollard is. I guess they're getting a sort of equal split, but Zeke is the is technically the number one guy,
0: and Tony Pollard on most playoff bound teams is probably still a number two.
1: Is he a number two? I would say. I I I don't know. I I, credit to Kellen Moore in that I think it was the second play of the game. Maybe they ran a, a little end around thing to Tony Pollard. They're they're clearly trying to get the ball to him. And yeah, you you could use you need two good running backs do we have that i'm not i'm not sure but every time tony pollard gets the ball i'm like "Ooh, something exciting could happen he, he here. could explode at yeah any moment. and every yeah. time zeke gets the ball i'm like i hope he falls forward for one more yard <laughs> and look that's the that's the the reality of the situation at the running back position in the nfl he's what is he 27 years old now he's a burnt up sea donkey it's over <laughs> it's over zeke i'm sorry and the they should have fed him more when they had the chance. The receiving situation, look, the 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 highlight catch, touchdown catch by CeeDee Lamb is great. Does it make up for the horrendous the drop, drop that he had? I'm not as a guy, what was he picked? In the, it was in the late teens, right? Seventeen, eighteen, something like that. We were excited that we landed CD so Lamb. So far very much. So. We would say that he has been a disappointment, right? This is, season. CeeDee Lamb has underwhelmed so far. Well, right. This season the one where we said hey you have to be the guy you yeah. know the amari cooper is gone we don't have you know we he's the only real target particularly on a night where dalton schultz is hurt he's the only guy out there and for the most part but that's know, also not fair to say cuz when you're the only
0: guy out there if they had anyone else that was comparable i'm not saying on the amari cooper level but someone that could just Stretch the field a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, have some defensive backs looking their way instead of everyone's gonna. Everyone knows who the number one target is. It's Ceedee Lamb, right? Right.
1: And then Dalton, if you're in a pinch, so he was I, pretty. I mean, he was pretty flipping wide open on that play. Where yeah, I know. It's not I know. Like he dropped the ball amongst the, the, the tremendous coverage. He's pretty wide I, open.
0: Yes, and, I know. But I, I still, uh, I, I jury's still out. I, I, I think, I think he can. Turn it around and I think if we start getting, you know, further down the season, you have Dak coming back, we mm-hmm. we get some more receivers, maybe even make a, make I mean, a Michael big Gallup move.
1: is coming back. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and yeah, Dalton Schultz will be there. Make a big move. What are we talking about here? I, I don't know. Something it. something
0: mm-hmm. silly. Okay. Is TO yeah. still available? Can I think get- so. Uh <laughs> <laughs> there's gotta be someone out there that uh could mm. still catch a pass, I don't know. or just sprint downfield.
1: Right. right, I was good at that. I couldn't catch the ball, but I I could you outrun could just sprint down the field. I could outrun most people. Are you arguing that the Cowboys should sign you up, line you up over there oh, just, no, as no, a decoy?
0: That, this was in high school. I could sprint. Oh, I don't okay. think I could run ten feet Can't do now it anymore. <laughs> I lost a field goal kicking contest outside of the building yesterday, and that's the one thing I could probably still do. We
1: had a field goal kicking contest. I had here? a field goal kicking really? contest. Okay, yeah.
0: and you did not win. I did not. In fact, I almost busted out the window of the engineer's oh, office. Oh, no. Thankfully, our cameraman was there to block it with his head.
1: How far of a field goal do you think you could make in reality?
0: Um, in my...
1: Have you kicked a field goal before? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
0: What, When we played flag football for the radio station team, yeah. that's what we would do afterwards. We would just have a field goal kicking contest. Really? Um, I, think, I think in my prime, I could easily do 30 you know no way i think so really? yeah i mean i, I think b- that's I've, harder than you think i, I played play soccer know. i, I can kick to, the crap oh, out of the ball yeah, they, they, like yeah. i'm
1: i'm fast I mean, and can kick you credit hard for a I, would, I can't do anything else i would say i am an above average athlete for a man of my size and softness and you play but, multiple
0: sports yeah yeah
1: yeah but i ain't no good with my feet yeah. right? i can't kick i can't kick nothing uh, i couldn't uh, so yeah the you know they, they, when they pull the people out of the stands to kick a field goal between quarters, and somebody hits a little dribbler, and everybody goes, ah, oh, that would be me. Yeah I, can, yeah, I don't know that I could even get it off the off the ground. I mean, if
0: I'm if I'm in a game situation, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm panicking, and I'm probably going to. Yeah. I'm probably going to butt punt. I'm going to kick the quarterback that's ho- <laughs> handling no, it in <laughs> the butt. Yeah, I'm going to butt
1: punt this, but I don't know, man. Uh, we will move to Longhorn football in just a moment, or whatever you want to talk about. 512-834-1027. What did you think of the Cowboys on Monday Night Football? Uh, Bijan is carrying a, a football around campus. The so Rock, he as the doesn't kids call it. not fumble anymore. Is this a good idea, or are we just trying to be cute here? It's Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, back after this. Hold on. Now back to
0: Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN.
1: is the phone number anytime you want to get in here. Or uh, get at us on Twitter, at Almost ESPN Radio. CJ, you brought this to my attention. I guess this is fun. Bijan Robinson, who fumbled literally fumbled the game away for the Longhorns Saturday. First play of overtime. Bijan, who is very good with ball security. Or has been very good in his two years and change on, on the 40 Acres. Uh, fumbled the ball, and uh, Texas basically lost the, the game as a result. And now he can be seen carrying a football around campus on his on his way to class, just working on his ball security. Says that this was the idea of running backs coach to choice, and that his teammates and even one regular student. Tried to slap it out been of his trying, hands. And trying to strip the ball away. That's got to be a gimmick because I don't imagine any average Joe student would you would you have the cojones to, if you see B. John Robinson, strip the ball, no, try to knock it no. out of his hand?
0: If he was my friend or I knew him, maybe, right. but not right. Not, not a, I'm not going to try to mess with a running back who's very angry that he kind of sort of helped cost his team the game. I mean, I'm uh, not going to put it all on him, but yeah, no, I'm, I would, I'm not I, do yeah, that. I
1: would not attempt such a thing, but fans these days, I'll cite that, that guy. Have they found the guy, the Texas Tech fan who pushed our longhorn? We have more on that in just a second. Fans do stupid things all the time now, and so uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, Bijan says, "Quote: I have a football in my backpack. I've been walking around with the football in both hands wherever I go." Coach Troy said, "Just do it. Make it muscle memory. Just fix it and just learn it." End quote. Um, I don't know. Carrying a football to class, CJ is this a real practice that's going to help him down the road. Or I think it's a morale is, booster. This is just I think. Cute?
0: It's cute, and I think it's a morale thing because I think his teammates are going to be like, damn, he's our stud, he's our guy, and he's self-imposing a punishment, and then the other students are going to see that, and the students are going to go,
1: yeah, man, you go.
0: I mean, yes, it's gimmicky, but it's I I, I like it. Uh, if
1: anything, it seems like kind of shaming to me. Like it's like, hey, you remember uh, last Saturday when you messed everything up? Yes, yeah, self-imposed uh, then, punishment. Now you have to care. Well, is it is it self-imposed? Is that one? Uh, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. And Bijan, uh, you're the best. Probably the best player on the team. One of the best running backs in the nation. I'm not mad at you. Okay, fumbles. It happened. Now, was I yelling at my screen on Saturday? Give back the Lamborghini. Yes, I was. Okay. As a matter of yeah. fact, see, that's more of a punishment. If you don't get to drive your Lamborghini, every fumble, I say no no Lamborghini driving that week. When Bijan Robinson famously got a name image likeness Amber Lamborghini. Does he keep the Lamborghini or is that just a loner car? I'm going
0: to say every game you don't score a rushing touch a touchdown, you you don't get to drive oh. the Lamborghini. If uh you fumble that's that's a month with no
1: What if we did it? Yeah, yeah. What if we <laughs> This is terrible. I was like every yard that he gets, he can drive it another mile, all right? <laughs> okay. Touch man. touchdowns, you get a uh, 7-mile bonus that you can drive it? In this day of the NIL, the name image likeness, I I don't doubt that that's in some
0: way going to come up at some point.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, we've got some big donors that own dealerships, right? You know. There there you have it.
1: Miss a field goal? Oh. You could look. You're, you're walking to class. Bijan, again, I'm not mad at you, and uh, uh, everything's going to be fine. But don't think that you can't play your way out of a Lamborghini. Okay, eventually somebody they they'll send the repo truck for that thing. Okay, <laughs> we already know that they'll <laughs> tow. All no, they, right, they, they towed the star quarterback's car. <laughs> we haven't towed. Uh, they haven't towed anybody in two weeks. What's maybe that's what we need is, is some towing. Uh, okay, Red Raider fans, have you learned your lesson? Texas Tech was fined $50,000 and reprimanded by the Big 12 Conference yesterday uh, for allowing their students to uh, storm the field. Uh, Coach Sark uh, said yesterday, quote, Those are tough situations. I love the pageantry of college football. When fans rush the field, it's dangerous. For us coaches on both sides, it's dangerous for the players, end quote. Uh, Of course, this one was pretty notable because caught on video, a Texas Tech student was seen pushing down a Longhorn player. Again, a crazy move, if you ask me. That's was a good that?
0: way to get your ass yeah.
1: beat. Uh, it's Ovi. Ovi, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his last name. Edge Rusher uh, Sr. for the Longhorns was the one who got pushed down. And, yeah, kudos on him for not stomping that Texas Tech kid into a paste. Although maybe he did, as far as I know. We don't, we don't know who or where this guy is. Uh, the uh, Texas Tech he ran
0: away pretty quick. He, <laughs> he threw his hit, his clip, and yeah, then,
1: and then and went the other way. Fled the scene.
0: Yeah. Used use the uh, inertia and momentum of bouncing off that giant man, right. that player, to go the other way.
1: The uh, Texas Tech's official athletic department Twitter account put out a still shot from the video asking for help in identifying the fan. Uh, to be determined what's going to happen to him if they find him. They say the issue has been turned over to the the school's police department. But just in general, rushing the field. Should we have that? Should we not have it, CJ?
0: Yeah, we should have it, but there should be protocol. You win the championship, you rush the field. Let's say you're an underdog and you win your conference, so you make the playoffs for the first time in a decade. You rush the field. But you don't rush the field at a regular home game two weeks in a row. Yeah, see, right. I,
1: I mean, I was busting on Texas Tech because they rushed the field after they beat Houston in overtime in a game where they were the favorite. <laughs> they were fully, well, Houston was ranked, Texas Tech was not ranked, but they, the, the, you know, they were at home and Houston was, a, excuse me, Texas Tech was a four point favorite. I'm like, I don't think that you need to rush the field on that one. I'm not even sure. Uh, I'm too close to this one because you beat the Longhorns, particularly in a game that I've, I've said many times now, I gave you no chance to win. Even when you were up by three with 21 seconds left, somehow my entitled Texas fan jerkness still Thought re- it was gonna happen. refused to believe uh, that, you, that you guys were going to win. Uh, it wasn't until I saw all those jackass Lubuckians run, running onto the L- Lubbockites? I don't know what L- they call Asshats. I think
0: <laughs> uh, that's the term.
1: That I was like, oh, you know what? They are going to win this game. So it, it, it's probably your last time ever hosting Texas. Can you rush the field? In those circumstances, it was just a touchdown point spread. It's not like it's the biggest upset in the history of, uh, of ever.
0: It's not that's I'm not, not rush I don't or, know. Um, here, here's the issue you also did it. You, you ruined it by doing it the week before. If this was the one True. time, yeah, if this is the one time you did it this year outside of a game that clinched you maybe a Big 12 title berth, uh, then maybe but you can't you just can't do it every week right right right
1: well and here's the here's the the real deal you can't do it if you're going to act a fool out there. All right, run on the field and celebrate and with your players. But when you are knocking down the opponent, n- not just that, but they were could probably do without the flashing of the horns down right in, in the front face of, of the faces players. Of players, yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah. do that. Come on, that's, Come on that's man.
0: poor sports. Also, I'm going to give you a little uh, little social media advice. Uh, don't live stream it if you're going to be out there <laughs> acting a fool. Don't live stream it or record it and post it later. You just knocked on
1: yourself. Yeah, that that, that that seems like a problem. And yeah, I like uh, what did uh, Coach Sark say? The pageantry of college football. I do like that. I think that's fun when you pull off a, a huge upset. The the, the the you know the students rushing the field. Yeah, but you gotta act right while you're out there. That's why we can't have nice things. Okay, because especially in Lubbock, You're supposed to trust the Red Raider kids to act right. You can't trust them to do that. Right. No, Absolutely not. And perhaps the biggest uh, LOL part of this story. Texas Tech was fined $50,000. Now, I don't know how much. I don't know what the endowment is. That's a is. lot of Lubbock I money. I don't know. Is that a lot can, of Lubbock money? Sure. I mean, because you find. You can buy a
0: mansion <laughs> in Lubbock for that. That's where the. That's where the, the right. what They don't even call them principles. anymore. I feel like
1: but, it, if you find a, a long. You find the University of Texas $50,000. A booster just pulls it out of their shoe. They're just like, oh, what's that 50, 50 Gs? I got that right over here. Uh, I mean, I think the can you break a million? The Hellraisers could cover that on their own, right? And so, is Texas? T- are they really going to learn a lesson from a fifty thousand dollar fine? I don't know. I guess fifty thousand. is different in Lubbock. I'm, yeah, sure, yeah. Something but different let's, there. Uh,
0: let's see some more state troopers on that field yeah. at the end of the game, and
1: a reprimand came with a reprimand from the Big Twelve. Okay. Oh no,
0: Big Twelve doesn't care yeah. about Texas. They're they're angry.
1: Reprimanded uh what do you think 512-834-1027 is the phone number it's almost sports jason cj back in just a second hold on the almost sports show on 1027 espn jason dick cj morgan on a almost sports tuesday it is almost basketball season cj it's right around the corner is that is that true uh, here, tell me if this moves your basketball needle. It's kind of tough to stoke my basketball fire in October. If I'm I, honest see, with you, see,
0: October is special. First of all, it's my favorite month. But uh, I October's love October's your
1: favorite month. Yeah, huh?
0: oh yeah. Uh, I love the start of the NBA. I love baseball yeah. in October, yeah. and then we're in the middle of like interesting college and NFL football. But I fall out of basketball until about April. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy it in October. I like it around Christmas time, and then I'm not really paying attention. I think
1: I like the. I think I like the basketball off season more than I like the, the start of the NBA regular season. Just free agency, the it draft. Seems, yeah, it seems to those be things more are wild. more exciting to they're, me than October more,
0: basketball. Uh, football players are covered in pads, and they're not quite as outlandish superstars. Where I think in yeah. the NBA you have a lot more personalities, and in our lifetime. Of being NBA fans, there's been some insane th- like the uh, I'm going to Miami. the oh, right, Kevin, taking my talents Kevin to Garnett, South, Be-
1: South Beach, joining right. Paul
0: Pierce and yeah. in Boston. Like there's yeah. been some crazy things yeah. happening. Uh, so it yeah, it's a lot more fun. Well, Point it, being, basketball.
1: Speaking of personalities, one that I don't care for, Kyrie Irving, uh, Brooklyn Net. Kyrie Irving says that it cost him a hundred million dollars to remain unvaccinated. Uh, quote, I gave up four years, 100 and something million deciding to be unvaccinated. That was the decision, end quote. He seems to imply that he was basically given a, an ultimatum before the start of last season that uh, if he would go and, and get the vaccine, that they would extend him. They'd give him a four-year, $100 million extension. If he chose not to be vaccinated, which is ultimately what he did choose, uh, then they would say, "Nah, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what, what the deal is there. He did, by the way, just opt into a uh, the final year of his contract, one year, thirty six and a half million dollars. The Brooklyn Nets said that they did not give him an ultimatum regarding the uh, the vaccine. Um, Look, I would just say, Kyrie Irving, you aren't giving. It's not. It's about a matter of availability, okay? And even if you even if you're not willing to concede. That the vaccine is going to keep you healthy and make you available for more basketball games, even if you don't want to go that far. It was the law. You couldn't work in the state of New. You couldn't yeah. work in New York City without being vaccinated. And so he missed all the team's home games last year.
0: It, it wasn't the NBA. It wasn't your team's yes. ruling. It was. It was
1: above that. The it rules was bigger than that. Say that you have to be vaccinated if you were going to work here.
0: Is it weird they let him in the? <laughs> let him in. He got to hang out. Oh, right. He just didn't get a play, so Let's, that's a little and, bizarre, too. But overall, the point is, man, you you, you nailed it. Like, I don't want to get in a vaccine debate with anyone out there, but main thing is that's the law
1: of the land in yeah. New York State. You there are, are unavailable of- to play. That's Don't expect your, your team to uh, extend your contract when you have made yourself unavailable for yeah. half of the games. Uh, and, yeah, look, there's lots of laws that I, I don't agree with necessarily. Uh if you uh, if you paid me a hundred million dollars, I would be happy to agree with that law. All right, sure, my, my yeah, <laughs> whatever it is, man. But I guess uh, Kyrie Irving would tell you his principles. He he's not for sale like that, dude.
0: What? Why is he so? Is is he claiming
1: religion? Is it um, personal? Like, I mean, I, think I feel it like it is a few per- guys. It's a personal freedom sort of issue. Okay, and I, th- I think a... about he wants to do his own research. I don't know. Okay, don't know. Yeah, go yeah. ahead, man.
0: Look, do the, a lot of research. Here, what, you know million. what I think it is.
1: Kyrie Irving doesn't like playing basketball.
0: Okay, you've said that many times. He, he, that he just looks like he doesn't care anymore.
1: Before the the vaccine thing, it was in the bubble. He didn't want to play because of the social justice issues. Which I'm not. I'm not trying to say that those issues are not significant. I would say Kyrie Irving probably the best way if you want to raise awareness about those things is to play and excel at basketball. That's why people care about your opinion to begin with. Uh, But, yeah, he was saying that he didn't believe that they should be be playing until we straighten these things out. And I'm like, Kyrie Irving, you just give me – I got the vibe of a guy who doesn't like playing basketball from you. And that's actually while watching you play basketball as (laughs) well. You look like –
0: James Harden too, man. Just just both on – just don't – at points just don't care. Look like they're not even trying to
1: run or – well, just the or- fact that we've conceded with James Harden, that it's like, oh, yeah, 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 he's going to come in out of shape. It'll be, uh, you know, December or so before James works himself into game shape. I'm like, don't you get paid $50 million a year or something like that? You can't- You're supposed to be into game shape. Can't just
0: stay in shape all the time? I like James Harden, man. Poor I get- guy. Poor guy? Yeah. <laughs> you just, talking- you know, because the, the poor Houston Rockets, he was great player, and they just had to go up against the Steph Curry Splash yeah. Brother Warriors.
1: Poor guy. Beard's a little out of control, James. Reel reel that thing in, man. Uh, What about this? Should it be illegal for the San Antonio Spurs to move to Austin? Um, (laughs) Illegal, illegal? CJ.
0: (laughs) I don't know why they would, and I hope they wouldn't. I mean, I'm obviously not a Spurs fan, but I think that is so ingrained in that city, and I think it's very, very important to it, but to... To make a law seems kind of frivolous. I
1: do not believe that it is going to happen. Now, this is even, this is just a topic because, yes, the Spurs are playing two games in Austin this season. The last two of the year are going to be played at the Moody Center. Uh, Michael Dell, Austin billionaire, is now 10% owner of the team. So there's a, a lot of talk, speculation, that this this could possibly happen. And you say, you I don't know why. Uh, money <laughs> is, is the answer, right? Sure. Look at the... The Golden State Warriors just moved from Oakland to San Francisco. The Chase Center, you know, they effectively changed cities. Now, Oakland, San Francisco, they're closer than uh, Austin, San Antonio. a little boat ride. Uh, But, yeah, they now are selling sweet boxes for a million dollars, two million dollars. And if you are Peter Hole, if you're the owner of the San Antonio Spurs, I mean, I hope I'm not. See, these conversations get real heated in my familia, uh, CJ. Among the Spurs season ticket holders, they, yeah. don't even want, they don't even want to hear it. Even these are Spurs fans who live in Austin who will lose their mind if you talk about the possibility of them them moving. But I think that it's just a it's just a fact that for there's more money, here. financial prosperity. Yeah, uh, you could make more money in Austin than you could in San Antonio. That being said, they I don't think that they would do it because it is there's so much about that team is identifies with that city and the character of the city. Uh, also, I think the University of Texas would c block you. All right, before they they're happy to have you come in and play two games a year here, but if you're going to be permanent competition, yeah, they don't want that. I would say no, <laughs> no. Yeah. You're, you're, you're we will uh, we will flex whatever political capital we have uh, to keep you out, and uh, perhaps that's what's happening here. U.S. Representative Tony Gonzalez. Has presented the Strengthening Public Undertakings for Retaining Sports Act, or the Spurs Act. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, where it would hear my eyes rolling would effectively make it illegal for the Spurs. uh, I say uh, they would uh, set up strict requirements for teams who want to relocate, specifically. Uh, They would have to lose money for five years in a row, plus prove that the stadium is inadequate before they would let you get up and leave. That sounds
0: fair, but it also sounds like, uh, you know, Texas is all about freedom and, and, you know, Independence and, and big business being able to do what they were business. Big,
1: big business, small government. Don't tell exactly. me how to operate my business. This seems the uh, Unless the business is the San Antonio Spurs and I want to take it to another but, town where I can make more money, in which case, please, somebody tell that man how to operate his business. Correct. Right? Look, again, don't worry about it because it, it's not going to happen. But uh, Representative Gonzalez says, quote, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's absolutely smoke. Look what happened to the Seattle Supersonics, end quote. That is sad. Sorry, Brandon. I mean, you can Oh. <laughs> yeah. Brandon. Co-worker that follows bullpen. us up. Yep, yep. Loves all Seattle sports. Every day he has. You guys are getting <laughs> a team back, action. right? I, I I'd hope so. I think they're getting a team. Is that is that officially? Look, Seattle and Las Vegas are, are getting an NBA franchise. Uh, and ma- maybe Austin some? Uh, I don't, I don't know, know if we could support one right
0: now. Like, we, we've got some, we, we've got people that love going and being seen but I don't know
1: if they love going and
0: cheering well, quite as
1: much as... It would be, that would be four NBA franchise. I mean, presuming that we're, getting, we're talking about an expansion team and not uh, just the Spurs moving, which again, no matter how much money you're going to, more money you're going to make, I don't think it's going to happen for, for a multitude of reasons. There'd be four NBA franchises in the, uh, franchises in the state of Texas. That seems like a lot. For all very close a, a together. small area. But I don't know. Like, I, I will say that I'm still shocked every time I see how nuts people go over Austin FC. The Q2 Stadium is packed all the time. And so, yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: But we're the new hotness, baby. What are you talking about? We couldn't handle an NBA franchise.
0: I, I don't know. We would support. Uh, I mean, I, I had my same doubts about Austin FC, but we were obviously yeah. proven wrong. And when we talked with uh, Tom Wolf, one of our Austin FC soccer insiders, he, he said, you know, that this city. They could see before by the amount of just jersey sales and other. There were statistics that gave them a hint that this would be a good area to, to right, have a right, team. Right. So is that the same way with the, the NBA? I mean, I know we have a lot of Spurs supporters, a lot of Longhorn
1: basketball supporters. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll tell you this much. Uh, Spurs, if you were ever going to try and move to Austin, can you we- get good again? I don't like these Spurs being the worst team in the league. Even though I've been mad at them for years for just being in the middle of the league, and yeah, can't and not getting imp- draft. You can't draft improve draft. yourself now that it's like full on tanka palooza for the Spurs. Uh, this is from a couple days ago, but let me play you some audio from my, my guy uh, Greg Popovich. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway. What the hell? Nobody here should go to Vegas. With the thought of betting on us to win the championship. <laughs> and I know somebody will say, gosh, what a Debbie Downer. There's a chance. What if they work really hard? It's probably not going to happen. Come on, Coach. We haven't even played a game yet. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's I probably not going to happen. I don't
0: know if it's true, but I also saw a meme of uh, Popovich that said, uh, Coach, what keeps you motivated? And he said, My paycheck. <laughs> Did he actually
1: say that? I don't know, but it sounds like something he would. I would imagine the, the pop does pretty good. I like pop. Uh, yeah, I love pop. By the way, a thousand to one odds on the Spurs to win the championship. So I mean, if I bet a, dollar, bet a dollar, I would win a thousand. You win thousand dollars. All you need is the Spurs to win the title. But uh, I might just uh, try that. yeah bet a hundred dollars, and you win a yeah uh, just a dollar, and you you win a million. You win a million. Uh, I, no, I stopped doing math at noon. I need Wait a to It's 11:45. I, I stopped doing math at noon Eastern time. Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, that is. What do you need?
0: I I, I really need to go. Uh, we've talked about this before. I, every time you you teach me about betting, I bring up. Oh, huh. so if I bet a dollar, I'll win this much. Yeah. yeah. But I, next time I go to Vegas, I'm going to go up to the MGM Grand Sports Book, the best book of all. I'm going to have one crisp dollar bill in my hand, and I'm going to find all those like one to one thousand odd bets, and I'm going to I'm going uh-huh. to see if I could put
1: down a dollar. On a multitude of them, they they probably would take your dollar and then it's Vegas laugh at will. you as you walked away and be like, exactly. look at this sucker, he ain't never seeing that dollar again. I might. Yeah. Uh, okay, our uh, top five panic rankings from the NFL. What NFL team should be most panicked now that we are? Three weeks into the season, it's Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, back after this. Hold on.
0: Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN.
1: Three weeks of the National Football League season are in the books, CJ. Uh, We're going to come at you with our top five panic rankings. What NFL team should be the most panicked right now uh, in just a second? But let me ask you this. Three weeks in. Do you think you have a good grip on who's good? How long into the season before no, man, this has been you can figure out who's good and who's not good?
0: This has been a very bizarre year so far. There are just we Buffalo's the best team, right? Undoubtedly, it's my I Super think, Bowl pick. Uh, Kansas City's your Super Bowl yeah, pick, yeah, uh, and they both have a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only one team without a uh, without a win. Um. Wait. Two teams, right, or one?
1: There are two teams that are currently... The uh, Houston the, has a tie. The Las Vegas Raiders and yeah, the Texans have a tie. Uh, but they are the only, There's only two winless teams, and there's now only two undefeated teams as well. And there's no one that
0: just outright looks dominant. Um, the Saints just lost a a bad Carolina
1: team. Ooh, I might have decided um, the Saints are bad. You think so? That might be. Yeah. I don't know. I had high hopes for them as well, but and, which doesn't make any sense. Why would I have high hopes for a team quarterbacked by Jameis Winston, coached by Dennis Allen? Well, that doesn't that doesn't seem to make any sense. Because he's your guy. But to answer my my own question, in three weeks, can you identify who's no? Absolutely it's, not. It's early. Sometimes it's yeah. it's three months. Like last year it was were, were they were the Arizona Cardinals 11 and 0 last year and people were saying they're the best team in football. Were they? Undoubtedly, think, they're going to win were. the Super Bowl. The previous year it was Pittsburgh, the Steelers went when something like 11 and 0, 12 and 0 and it was like they are arguably the worst 12 and 0 team in the history of the league. They weren't they weren't good either. And so yeah, I think it it, it takes a long time. Sometimes the season is over and you still don't know who is good. Uh but here are our top 5 panic rankings after 3 weeks. In the NFL, what franchises should be panicking the most? I will uh, plead guilty, CJ. In that mine is a little gimmicky this week. In that mine might be two. Really? Let's see. All five of my teams. I didn't do it on purpose, but once I had, I had done three out of five. All five of my panic ranking teams are two and one. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't do that. But yes, yes. They, they
1: all have winning records, including number five. I still think they're the best team in the league, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo. Lost to Miami this week. The, oh, is that the panic button? Yeah, different panic button every week. <laughs> all right. That one doesn't seem to have the same sense of urgency of panic as we've had in previous weeks. Is that, All right. It takes more. It sounds more just like... It's only week three, that's why. I need to take my diabetes medication yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, look, Buffalo... Uh, I had declared after, I think it was the first day of the season. I was like, if you guys just want to make Josh Allen the MVP and Buffalo Super Bowl champs, that probably is the right decision. And then all of a sudden, they got defensive problems. Uh, Micah Hyde, safety there, is going to be out for the entire season. They were playing without a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball. Look, they got beat by the butt-punting Dolphins. All right, The (laughs) butt-punt? Yeah. How do you survive that? The opposing team butt-punted and still beat them So while I still think you're the best, I would be a little panicky. I would be the fifth most panicky if I'm you, Buffalo. Who's your number five? Number five, uh, I'm going to go with the
0: team that I thought was going to be much better. Now, Uh, the Chargers. I'm hitting uh, hitting the panic button on them at number five because they're now one and two. Justin Herbert looks banged up. They're still missing, uh, I think Keenan Allen, right? Yeah. uh, The the run game's not looking like what it's supposed to be. Their defense looks kind of shoddy. It's I'm just. We thought the AFC West was going to be the conference, right? And it turns out that might be their only saving grace. Is that maybe Denver's not good? Raiders are zero and three. Chiefs very beatable on any day. So that's that's certainly saving grace. But I'm I'm still I'm still worrying a, a bit with them. And I'm mainly worried about is this uh, is Herbert going to have lingering injuries all season long, or is is this something
1: that he can get over? That's why my panic uh, rankings are a little my my gimmick is a little troublesome here because yeah the Chargers should definitely be in there particularly look Jacksonville's good I told you Jacksonville is going to be good but thirty eight to ten good is that what the final was there you lose to the the Jaguars thirty eight to ten yeah uh, that's a problem uh, I don't have the Chargers in my rankings I don't have the Raiders but you want to talk about the AFC West I do have number four the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. they my pick to win the Super Bowl CJ they lost. To the previously winless Indianapolis Colts on Sunday, the very bad-looking Colts who got blanked the week before. Anybody, any given Sunday in the NFL, these are all professional teams. I'll say almost any team can beat any team. But do you get this? I used to. Uh, I was always say the Chiefs were the best team because they have the scariest offense. They had the, they got Mahomes and Andy Reid pulling the strings and all of the. And I do kind of look at them now. And I don't know that it's just Tyreek Hill is gone. Travis Kelsey is a little bit older. Uh, but I'm not as afraid of them as I used to be. Does that seem Does that seem right to you? Yeah. I mean, look at the last couple of games. Right. Their defense won them
0: the game against the Chargers by beating Herbert into the ground. It, it wasn't uh, the phenomenal offense we've seen. They really don't have a someone who would be a,
1: a vaunted starting running back on any other uh-huh, team. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you remember Texans fans? You remember like you were up, what was it, twenty-four to three in the playoffs versus them and that Mahomes team from a couple years ago when they decided to turn it on? It's like, oh, we're just gonna score four touchdowns this quarter, no problem. And now I don't know that they're capable of that, so I'm a little panicked. If uh, if I am you, Houston Texans fans, excuse me, uh, Kansas City Chiefs fans, Texans fans, no need to panic. You're gonna be bad, okay?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm panicking on the Saints because I liked them this year. I thought, look at that, they've got some. Players coming back healthy. Mm-hmm. I've got some some Saints on my Look fantasy at teams. I like New Orleans. I've always liked. I did uh, just trade for Jameis Winston in a fantasy league. Uh, and now uh, they are in a in a division that we all thought Tom Brady and Tampa Bay would easily win. It now looks like that's not the case, and the Saints are just losing a baffling <laughs> a baffling yeah. one uh, uh, to Carolina. Just didn't. Carolina is bad and they Carolina looked bad in that game and the the Saints lost by what 10 yeah. points it was 22-14
1: I was only watching Red Zone. That one did not pop up on the screen very much. So I can't say that I saw that one a lot. Well,
0: it was a very yeah. boring game, and they scored pretty much their in the fourth quarter. They scored their fourteen points in garbage time.
1: I don't want to step on the the rest of my panic rankings. But who is good from that division? Who is going to win that division? It's t- it's Tampa Bay, the Saints, Atlanta, Carolina.
0: I guess Tampa Bay. I mean, but Tampa I don't is still
1: even... the still the favorite, right? Yeah, I, I that guess. That division seems that... That seems confusing. Seems bad. It seems they bad. all do. Uh, okay, probably unprofessional here, but we're going to take a quick break. We will have the rest of our panic rankings, top three panic rankings. Almost Sports, Jason and CJ, back after this. Hold on.